You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series, a Salt Studios production. Chef Chris Milligan doesn't believe in the reality TV show approach to cooking. To him, you start at the bottom and slowly but surely work your way up. When Chris started his professional career with his chef father, he wasn't given a free pass to more glamorous roles within the kitchen. Chris started as a dishwasher, which is a test to prove yourself to others in the kitchen. In this episode, Chris talks us through his career and how he went from dishwasher to chef at Vue de Monde and Tipo OO. Chris Milligan, do you believe when someone comes into the the chefing industry, do they need to start as a dishwasher? Is that just quintessential? That's your first role? Absolutely. I do have the strong belief that you work from the ground up. Work as a kitchen porter, work as a dishwasher, work as a kitchen hand, and it's extremely like labor intensive. So yes, I do believe as a young chef or a young kid, if you want to be in the industry, learn that respect. You don't just get a job at Vue de Mont without being talented, without being highly skilled and a bunch of other reasons. Very senior and experienced chefs would struggle to get a job there. It is the pinnacle of at least Melbourne, if not Australian restaurants. How did you do it so early in your career? I... Finished my apprenticeship at Stasia. I was at a crossroads. I was, you finished your apprenticeship, do you want to keep going? Or do you want to find a restaurant that is more in tune with what I want to do? Right off the bat, they were looking for people that worked in Michelin star restaurants along in Europe, America. They were looking for chef to parties, sous chefs. And then this commie just came in and said, okay, I just finished my apprenticeship, I want to like work full time. I want to work the hours. I don't care what it takes. And they put me straight on. And So was the recruitment process a pretty straightforward thing for you then? You just showed that you've got a passion for it, that you've got resilience and you're open to learning. And they just said, all right, let's give the young fella a go. One-on-one interpersonal networking is the best way to do it. If you want to go get a job and apply for somewhere, Most restaurants have like an info recruitment email thing that everybody emails to. I don't do that. When I worked for D'Astasio, I emailed the head chef directly. When I applied for Vue de Monde, I emailed the head chef Hugh Allen directly because it shows that you want it. Sending another email that goes into that spam box, like 100 emails every single day, they're not going to see that. If you're a young chef that wants it, email them personally because Hugh Allen saw that. He emailed me the next day, okay, you want to come over this afternoon and we can have a chat. And I went into the building and they just talked about him. And at the end of the interview, they said, okay, you want to start working straight away? If I'm a customer and I'm paying plus $300 for dinner, I expect perfection out of that as a customer, and I'm sure you would agree with that. But that then puts pressure on you and everyone else within the kitchen to deliver first time every time. What's the process in amongst the the kitchen to ensure that every plate is consistent when it goes out and every customer is going to be happy with what they're getting for what they're paying? It's a lot. Every section, all of our mise en place, everything that we've prepared for the day, we show chef. If it's not right, then you have to fix it. 
we pretty much have mirrors all around the kitchen. So the customer can see your hands when you're on the table, when you're presenting stuff. So if you don't do things right, the customer can see it. And if the customer knows you're doing it wrong, then chef's going to see that you're doing it wrong. Perfection is the word that is frequently used in the kitchen. Vudemond has a, a commitment to environmentally friendly practice. When you all sit down to design a menu, what goes into sustainable considerations in order to make sure that it's ticking the boxes that it needs to before it gets onto a plate and it's served to a customer? We do foraging ourselves. One of the dishes we use seaweed. So on someone's day off, we take it into our own personal time to go to the beach and sustainably take seaweed from the ocean, which is because it's a sustainable practice, because it's like an algae, it grows in abundance in this area. So if you take it, it is actually helping the environment because it doesn't overgrow. When I got the job at View, Hugh Allen gave me a list of foraging that was legal and illegal. So we forage stuff ourselves that can be foraged. So mainly herbs and plants and like seaweed and algae that grows in abundance, we forage ourselves. And when it comes to sustainability, all the compost we grow ourselves, we grow a lot of the plants and a lot of the vegetables ourselves. The fish is locally sourced, the meat is locally sourced, all the vegetables are in either New South Wales or Victoria. Everything that we get is locally produced. So Chris, what do you think the future of your industry will be over the next five to 10 years? Most people would refer to it as dietary requirements, like veganism, vegetarianism, but I don't really refer to it as a dietary anymore, especially when it comes to working in view. Nearly 50% of the food is vegan or vegetarian. It's like we're already establishing those sort of practices. And I think in the coming years in the industry, restaurants are going to solely be vegetarian or vegan. Some of the best restaurants in the world are already doing those types of menus. They found that they can resourcefully and respectfully use those ingredients the same way you would use a piece of meat. And we can't keep eating meat and poultry and we can't keep on going the way we are with resources when it comes to protein. It's over the next couple of years, it is going to have to go down significantly or the environment that we're in is just going to go belly up. It, it's going to get reduced so much. Like as chefs, we need to be the people in the forefront of it telling public that, okay, it's okay to eat insects and bugs because it's high in protein. It's better than eating a piece of chicken or you can eat fruits and vegetables and vegetarian and vegan. Those types of options are good. You can have a healthy life. You don't have to eat red meat every single day. And, and it can be delicious. Chris, it's been fantastic to hear your drive and your passion for your industry and to talk about your career to date. So I wish you the best of luck. I know you're going to achieve amazing things. So thank you very much for you. having a chat. Thank you so much. Fascinating take on the future of the industry by Chris when he says most restaurants, including some of the best, will be vegan because of the sustainability factor. 
You're listening to the Careers Talk podcast series. Assault Studios production.